When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by the title, today we are back with a Lola's Ramblings and Musings episode, and I'm so excited to be doing one of these. Um, I think my first one was the start of the new year, and it was the first um, episode of season three, and I am ready for one. I need one. I need one of these so I can sit and kind of just little, just go off, you know, pop off about dramas. That's why I need these. So if you don't mind, this might be a little long one, but I think I'm going to be able to do some timestamps for you so you can kind of see where you want to stop and you know start and listen, whatever parts you want to listen to. That's what I'm going to do for you in this um, episode. But I will be touching base on a couple different um, dramas today. Not as many as I usually do in my Ramblings and Musings episode, but enough for sure. And I think I'm not doing as many this time because I want to spend a little bit of extra time on one specific drama in my ramblings and musings not to do a full you know kind of you know overall you know thoughts kind of episode or anything like that but I do want to just spend a little bit more time with it so if you don't mind I will be doing that with one drama in particular and I wonder if you already know if you're looking at the kind of some of the dramas I'll be talking about I wonder if you can already tell which one that's going to be but I do have a few and I'm going to just kind of um, give you the name of the dramas that I'm going to be talking about today first so that you'll know that and then we'll get into some housekeeping and then we'll get into the dramas that we'll be rambling and musing about okay so I will be talking about um like I said not as many dramas but enough I'll be talking about Payback, Big Bet, Kokdu, Season of Deity, The Heavenly Idol, Our Blooming Youth, Love to Hate You. I'll also briefly mention um, Crash Course in Romance and Call It Love. So that is kind of my timeline of drama discussion for this Ramblings and Musings episode but again hey if I throw in anything extra, that's just bonus, right? Just bonus. But again, I'm not going to try make this super long because again, it's not that many dramas. Um, and I don't have lots to say about some of these. <laughs> some like, really quick touch points on some of these dramas. And then we're moving on to the next one. So I don't expect this to be the longest Ramblers and Musings episode I've ever done. But it should give you enough time to know maybe start dinner and get started on uh, putting something in the oven or, you know, getting a, a quick um, vacuum done or some a load in the laundry so things like that I think it should give, be about that length all right <laughs> so please do join me while you're doing that and while you're doing your housekeeping let me do some quick housekeeping here with Lola pops off about k-dramas so I don't really do housekeeping very often. I think I like to just jump into what we're talking about for each episode. But today I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping. And I want to start with um, honestly thanking. (laughs) 
you all listening. I don't think I spent enough time thanking you. I know at the end of my episodes, I always kind of say thank you for listening. But no, I really want to say just thank you so much to some new listeners that I have noticed. Um, I I'm hoping that you stick around for more and more episodes or that you go back and check out some of my other episodes from other seasons. Please, please, please stick around. But I want to say thank you for joining us over here. Lola Pops Off About K-Dramas. I am super, super excited to have you. I also wanted to just mention briefly that I recently celebrated a birthday. And whenever you're listening to this in the future, um, just to say my birthday is in February. So February for me, me and this month has just been it's been amazing it's been very joyful um it's been kind of slam packed and full and like the best way possible and a lot of that does have to do with my podcast and all the dramas that I'm watching as in slam packed full but like making me also heartful you know <laughs> I started this month out with a wonderful interview with T and Soju Liliana I also was able to guest on a podcast for the first time and you definitely know the podcast um, the Daybug pod so super excited about those experiences with my podcast and it all happened in this month of my birth and so it's just been joyous it's been amazing so I want to just to shout that out not just my birthday but also shout out that this month has been amazing for me and my podcast and it's all you guys and your help and kind of just keeping me inspired to continue to do this every time I do it I mean I really don't think I I say I do it just for me and then there's moments when I realize that I'm also doing it for someone out there listening to me and when I remember that it's always um you know, a moment where I have to sit back and say, you know what? Thank these folks. These folks are here with you, rocking with you and popping off with you. So I need to just recognize you guys more. And I want to thank you guys more. So definitely, definitely, definitely thank you. And in saying thank you, please, please, please follow me over on Lola Pops Off About K-Drama's Instagram. I am there to chit and chat in the DMs. So please go find me over there. Also, if you may not know, if you been listening to my podcast I don't promote it as much as I probably should I also have a website or blog you may say it's Lola pops off about kdramas.com and I definitely need to promote it more I'm not doing as much as I should over there this year I have been a little it's been a little slacking um but I am planning for some new things to kind of pop off over there so I want you guys to be around for that and I have some new series coming I'm wrapping up an old series I have done in the past over there that I hadn't finished last year so I want to finish that one up so just some other things over there to check out Rex um, and kind of random thoughts on dramas that I'm watching so if I don't put a podcast episode out sometimes about dramas I may have a blog post out about it so again go check me out over there so I think that's all my housekeeping all the things I kind of wanted to highlight before we get into these ramblings and musings on these specific dramas but I had to do a little bit of housekeeping um I don't do it very often and I promise I won't waste your time as often like doing this very often but I wanted to do it in particular for this month of February because it's just been it's been a month it's been a month so 
Anywho, let's get into some of these dramas. And I, again, gave you my list of which dramas I'm going to be kind of touching on first. And when I tell you, I might not be spending much time on some of these. (laughs) Don't hold me to it, okay? And with my Ramblings and Musings episodes, I always describe it as free-flowing. So even though I am organized and kind of having the list of dramas that I'll be talking about. I don't have very specific um, kind of notes on these things. It's kind of just off the off the dome, kind of what I am just thinking about it now that I am, you know, talking about it, that kind of thing. So again, no detailed reviews over here. Never ever. So don't, don't, don't hate me if that's what you were wanting. But I am going to give you some kind of quick thoughts on some of these. And I want to start with Payback in particular, because it is one that I um, finished after it had finished airing. Like I was watching it while it was airing, got behind on it, which I often do with these dramas these days. And then I um, got caught up with it right after it, it, after it finished airing. And I have to say it was only 12 episodes and it was all money and money cartels and money trading and stocks and business and stuff that I genuinely am not interested in. It's just not something that kind of floats my boat. And I had this issue with Reborn Rich last year where I said at the beginning, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be here for all this money talk. It goes over my head. I just, just, I, I can't do it. But Reborn Rich gave me a little bit of something new, something extra that I really latched onto and I really enjoyed. Um, while payback was just all money, okay? Like there was just nothing but money. There was this aspect of like found family that I liked in the beginning. Um, and it kind of was carried throughout, but it wasn't like the the crux of this drama. The crux of this drama was money and revenge in regards to this large, all this money. And I was struggling through this drama. I know, I know. Why did I finish it? Because it wasn't bad. There was nothing on like overtly bad about this drama. I don't think it was poorly written. I think the performances were great, but I just was not interested. <laughs> I just was not interested. And I was looking, I think I kept watching because I kept thinking there was going to be more than just money at some point, you know, that there was going to be a little bit of romance over there and a little something over here. You know, I, I just was expecting more to kind of pop up. And not enough did. And it was, again, a law-esque drama. There, you know, we had some kind of courtroom situations and things like that. So I have been enjoying that. So I think that was also another aspect that I kind of stuck around for because, I don't know, I'm a sucker for law dramas and legal dramas these days. But I still was just not as interested as I would have liked to be. Um, This was, again, with um, the voice Lee Sun-kyun and Moon um, Chae-won was in that. And I, you know, like I said, thought they were great in it. I thought everybody performed great in this drama. Um, Very nice cast, but I wasn't interested. I wasn't interested. Was it bad? No, I don't think it was. I mean, the ending there felt a little cut off. And again, this is something that's I've been feeling with these shorter dramas for a couple years now, these 12 episode dramas. It's like, is it supposed to end at 12 episodes or did you just force it to end at 12 episodes? And will you be giving us a little bit more? And maybe we're getting a season two. I don't know. The way it ended, it was like it wrapped up everything really neat in a bow, but it came just kind of suddenly out of nowhere. Everything was like, okay, and we wrapped everything up. The end. So I didn't know if that was on purpose or if that was, you know, an afterthought after they found out they couldn't get money to do a season two. I don't know, uh, because 
who watched this? I don't, I don't really know. It was on Amazon Prime, so I think that was a little different, a little new. Um, I'm enjoying the dramas on Amazon Prime as far as like just accessibility, but I don't know if people are watching this. I really don't know. So that's my thoughts on Payback. Will I will I re- recommend it? Yes, to those who like that kind of money trader, you know, money cartel kind of business stuff. I think you would really get a kick out of it because that's all it was. <laughs> but for me, that was all it was, and there was nothing, nothing else that I kind of could grasp onto, which I really would have liked. I really would have liked for. So, you know, it is what it is. You win some, you lose some, and I think I kind of lost a little bit <laughs> by finishing paper. <laughs> I lost a lot of time, I'm going to be honest, but it's okay. It's just another drama to say I finished, right? Um, but yeah, so that was payback. So now let's go ahead to the next one. And speaking of money, honey, let's go really briefly over Big Bet. I am not finished with Big Bet because we are on a season two that just started, um, I think February 15th-ish. So I... I'm not there yet. I'm, you know, we're, we're, we're getting through season two. We're starting season two. But I will say about season one, the first is eight episodes, right? So both seasons, is, there are eight episodes each. And the first season, and it's eight episodes, I would have to say it wasn't until episode six where I gained interest. I'm going to be honest. The first, like, first five episodes, I was bored. I was bored. It gave a lot of backstory, a lot of history to our main character, um, Chamu Sheik, um, played by Choi Min Sheik. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I'm not interested. And I really wasn't a big fan of his character. I really wasn't enjoying his character at all. So it didn't help. Um, but then episode six came around and I'm not going to lie. It may be, um, because <laughs> it may, I may have been influenced by the appearance of Son Suku in the later half of season one. Um, cause his character, um, Oh Sung Kyung, I think it's Oh Seung Hoon, I believe, uh, made an appearance and I was very happy to see him. Very happy to see him. You know, he's my crush from last year and I'm still, still highly crushing on him. Um, um, so it's it was wonderful to see him. And I think his character and the story that it, his character brings definitely ramped things up for me. And I was like, okay, I'm in it. I'm here. I'm feeling it. So the last couple episodes of season one, I got really into Big Bet. Really into it. I'm not going to lie. I was excited for season two to start. So I am currently still watching Big Bet and enjoying it. I know. I wasn't at first. You can thank Song Suku for that. You can thank my baby for that. Um, but other than that, the drama itself is in the title. We're talking about casinos. We're talking about um, overseas in the Philippines. And because it's set in the Philippines, most of the actors, a lot of the actors are Filipino. So it's really, really nice to see um, that as well. Um, but also my, my love, Lee Dong Gui is in there. He's amazing. Um, his character's great. All the performances are really, really amazing. So like I said, it took a minute for me to really get into this drama. And it wasn't until episode six, that I think I was officially in it um and I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna enjoy this I think I'm gonna finish this out and I think I'm gonna have a good time um in this second season so so far big bet I am I'm enjoying it but again it's on Disney plus so some people just aren't getting the chance to watch it I think it's on Hulu uh don't quote me on that but either way 
I'm, I like Big Bad. It took a minute, but I like it. I do. Um, there's It's pretty fast paced. There's a lot of action, um, you know, sex, money, kind of rock and roll kind of drama. And there's a kind of Hollywood production quality to it as well. So it's just very well produced. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. What can I say? Well, we'll see though. Season two just got started. So we'll see if you'll keep up the momentum. But right now, I think it's it's doing pretty good with me. It's doing pretty good with low. All right. So moving right along, let's talk quickly. I mean, two seconds about Kokdu Season of Deity. So Kokdu Season of Deity, I believe I'm probably fully caught up. I think I've caught up to about episode um, eight, I believe. Yes. So I'm completely caught up. And I have to say, I was not the nicest to cook do um, season of deity in my initial thoughts episodes. I, I thought, I'm oh, sorry, initial thoughts episode. I just was not feeling it. I thought it was messy. I thought it was all over the place. A lot of things just felt like plot holes waiting to happen. And I'm still kind of believing that may be the case all the way up at this midpoint of Kokdu, but I have been enjoying it more than I was in the first two episodes. I have to say I've been, I've been enjoying it. And I think it's because it's not that, it's not that serious. You know, it's just not that serious. I was... And I don't want to put things on dramas a lot of time, I'm going to be honest. Here's musings coming about. So I don't ever feel like any of these dramas and them being enjoyable is life or death, right? You know, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. If I don't like it, I don't like it. If I like it, I like it, right? And so I think when I was initially talking about Kokdu, I was just so concerned that it was going to be so messy to the point where I wasn't going to be able to keep watching it, where it's just going to be so just like, oh, I can't look past these things to continue watching this. However, I have since felt like the things that were throwing me off for, you know, in the beginning, they're still kind of present, but they aren't completely distracting me like they were in the first two episodes. I think it's kind of hit its stride, Kokdu, um, and I'm feeling a lot better at this midpoint. Again, it's nothing to write home about. I would not go out of my way to recommend this drama as like, you gotta watch Kokdu, Season of Deity. Like, no, not at all. Not at all. But it also isn't the worst thing I've ever watched. And there's some kind of cute, funny moments to it. So I'm taking the cute and funny and I'm just going to run with it. There's again, also some moments, like I said, that are just like overdone, um, underwritten, you know, (laughs) some of these characters. There's a lot of holes. There's a lot of things that could be better about this drama. Um, but it's not that serious. It really isn't. And I've taken it as such. Like, it's just not that serious. It's not going to give me perfection. It's not going to give me amazing. It's some laughs and some cuteness and I'll take it. That's what I'm going with. But there is this really dark, dark element to it. And I don't, (laughs) that catches me off guard at times. (laughs) But if you don't mind kind of, like I said, overlooking some of those missing pieces or those kind of messy pieces, um, I think it'll be fine. I think it's a fine watch, but it's nothing I would at all go out of my way to recommend to anybody. I'm sorry. It just isn't. So that's all I got to say about Kokdu. Not going to say anything else probably about it, even after it finishes, even if it turns out to be like, oh my gosh, I loved it. I'm probably not going to still go out of my way because the first (laughs) 
half of this drama is just, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Um, But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Cook through Season of Dita. I am still watching it. So there's that. There's that. And check out my initial thoughts if you haven't started watching Cook Do, so you can kind of see some more details about those kind of messy bits that I'm talking about. Okay. So that is really briefly Cook Do. So the next thing I want to talk about, the next drama I want to talk about, and I think I kind of switched this up in my order, I want to talk about our blooming youth. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about our blooming youth because I haven't talked about it at all on my podcast yet. I haven't give, I didn't give it an episode on its own. None of that. I just kind of started watching it, thought I was going to give I thought I was going to give initial thoughts episode about um, our blooming youth, but I'm going to go into why I didn't. So our blooming youth is a Seguk with um, Park Hyung-shik and um, John Sony. He plays a crown prince and she plays... Um, I wouldn't say she's like a very, very wonderful, smart girl, um, strong, smart girl from a noble family who ends up in a lot of trouble as in she's being framed for murdering her entire um, family. And now she's on the run and she runs to the prince um, because she believes that helping him is going to end up helping kind of clear her name. And he kind of takes her in and allows her to kind of Um, support him in finding out and helping with his own kind of mystery that he needs solved. Because that's the thing about the character um, in J.E. She actually is this kind of very smart, like um, she's really good at investigations. She's very good at um, in kind of solving mysteries and kind of cases. And she's so good at that that she's like, I need to do that for myself. I need to solve my own case. And the the thing with uh, Min J.E. and her connection with Elon, the prince, is that he has his own little mystery or case that he can't solve. He is believed to have been cursed by a ghost by with this letter that details how he, you know, everything's going to be, you know, wrong once he, now that he is the prince. His, his brother dies um, from some kind of, you know, poison and everyone believes he killed his brother to become the prince. And then since the night, the first night he became a prince, he receives this letter just out of midair. I mean, literally, it just appears out of thin air. And in that letter, it kind of details how he's cursed and how he will be cursed and how he will never succeed as a prince because, you know, of this, of doing what he did to his brother. So he has this mystery surrounding him. And he has, I think when he was cursed, he was also injured and he never found out who was the person that shot him and with the arrow and his shoulder. And he's still having the kind of negative effects from that. And it's just a lot going on with him. And her um, appearance in his life is to kind of help him solve this case for himself. But then in doing so, hopefully she can solve her case as far as like why she's being framed for killing her entire family and who killed her entire family. Right. So that is the kind of structure of this drama. And uh, I have to be honest with you. I initially thought they wrote this drama for me. I was like, this is all down the lows like alley. Like this is all me all over it. You have a Seguk, you have, um, you know, this kind of tormented prince. You have this girl who ends up having to dress up and disguise herself as a man. Um, you have, um, 
this, uh, you know, this hopefully this romance that will kind of bloom between these two. And, you know, this everything is right. Everything is right. Everything, this mystery, you know, all of the things, all the pieces make sense for Lo and why I should enjoy this. However, something is missing from this drama and I cannot put my finger on it. And I think I can put my finger on it, but I feel like once I say it, I'm going to have to like, have to back it up and I can't really back it up, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think chemistry is missing. I think the chemistry between our two leads is missing. And I don't know why I feel that way. I don't know why I feel that way. I can't back it up. I really can't. So that's why I haven't done a kind of full length individual episode on our blooming youth because with all the piece puzzle pieces looking as though it should form the perfect puzzle for me it is not forming that picture at all it's it feels like it's missing all these pieces and I think the major piece is missing is chemistry for me like I don't feel drawn to the relationship of Jae and Ihwan. I'm not draw- drawn to them at all being together. If anything, I'm more intrigued with this other aspect or other element of the drama where Jae was betrothed to um, Han Sung On, played by Yoon Jung Sok, and she is betrothed to him and, you know, the minute and he's the princess like he worked and the He's like a royal um, investigator, I guess you would say, you know, like a police officer back then, you know. And so he is supposedly a friend of, you know, the prince. And so they they kind of grew up together and all of that good stuff. But and they both knew that Sung On was thrown to Jae at the time when she kind of goes missing and her family gets murdered and she's framed for being a killer, you know. So I was more interested in that kind of dynamic where he still wants to marry, like he still misses her, he, but he's also been told that she's a murderer, that she ran off with some lover and, you know, he wants to hate her, but he also is like, where is she? And I kind of like that a little bit more than the Prince and Jiggy. And so I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I really, really am. Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. And then there's also um, the character, the characters um, Gadam and Myungjin, and they kind of have their own little plot. Um, and you can tell there's going to be some kind of relationship that forms between the, those two. But Gadam also is dressing and pretending to be a boy in this drama. And, and then Myungjin, he is um, this kind of wacky um, character, and he has this obnoxious laugh that really annoys me. It like rates my nerves every time he does it and I hate it. But you know, there's just like so many little points in this drama where I'm like, I don't, I'm not connecting. I'm not in love. I wish I really was. And the mystery that we're following between like, who's, you know, the ghost basically, who's the one, who are the people who want, you know, the prince you know, to be um, not the prince. You know, you, you kind of already know who that is. And I don't know. And then they threw in um, a shaman. And now the shaman <sighs> sacrificing folks. It, it's just, I really don't know why I'm not in love with this drama. And I feel like I should be. I feel like I should be. And the title of this drama, Our Blooming Youth, doesn't even match <laughs> what's 
going on in the story. What are we like six episodes in now? I six, seven, eight, I, six episodes in, I think. And I'm just, just, I'm just not happy. I'm not happy. And I wish I was. I wish I was. So, like, what do I do? Do I, do I keep watching in hopes that it gets better? Or do I kind of call it? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I will say that my baby Hyungshik looks amazing in it, as he always does. And I really just want it to be better. I really want it to be better. And it's not enough for me right now. And I don't, I'm not feeling the chemistry. Am I the only one? Am I the only one, guys? And you know what? One of my lovely K-drama friends, you know who you are had messaged me when she started watching this drama and I hadn't started it yet and I was super excited to start it and she said she was like I don't know what it was about that first episode but it wasn't it wasn't it and then she said she watched the second episode and she was kind of like okay it was a little bit better but I still didn't feel convinced that she was in love with it (laughs) and I and I felt exactly that experience watching the first two episodes as well it was just kind of like not enough you know not enough um and it has so many elements and things that i like i said are familiar to k-drama that i like and yet i'm not i'm not liking it as much as i thought it would so that's all i got for our blooming youth i don't know what what's going on with it i'm not in love we are only six episodes in and it's i think a 20 episode drama which i like i like that um so maybe it's just gonna pick up at some point, you know. It's just gonna it's gonna hit its stride, and these first six episodes just isn't it yet. So I will, I guess I will be sticking around. I'm gonna give myself midpoint, give myself ten episodes, and see how I feel then. But mm, right now, well, right now, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, so that's our blooming youth. Again, I didn't want to spend tons of time talking about, you know, one specific drama, but that's what that's what I got for you. That's what I got for you. Now, let's move on. Let's go to the Heavenly Idol. So (laughs) the Heavenly Idol only I I've only watched the first two episodes I believe since I'm you know at the time of me recording this there may be four episodes but I have not gotten to those those three and four episodes um but I have some thoughts on the first two so the heavenly idol of is obviously you can just tell by the look of it based off of a web novel and so it's definitely giving us web novel feels and that's just something we have to get used to these days guys right <laughs> but you know so you love them or you don't or you hate them really um but it is a web novel adaptation i believe it's only going to be 12 episodes and it is telling the story of this kind of high priest and this other world who you know serves this god named redland and as he's serving this god named redland and he's fighting the devil he ends up Um, switching bodies with a k-pop idol and the k-pop idol that he switches bodies with is in this very kind of unpopular idol group who's just kind of struggling to you know they have not made their break yet and they're on the verge of disbanding and it's just like not going good for them and so when he joins them he kind of like shakes things up and he you know obviously 
doesn't know how to be an idol and yet he is put in a position to do so. And then he ends up um, realizing that in or how he can switch his body back with um, the the idol because they have completely switched bodies. He's in on earth and this idol is in you know the other world that he comes from and he ends up realizing that the idol <laughs> whose name is Wu Yun Wu it's like I do not want to come back to earth like I want to stay where I am and in order to convince him to come back to earth the they kind of have to make a um a deal a pact um a contract on the the god Redland and the contract states that if our high priest ends up making his um, K-pop idol group successful, which their group, their name is Wild Animal, once he makes them successful, then he will then switch back. So that's what we start with after the first two episodes. You, you start with um, our high priest who swapped bodies with this, you know, idol having to become this idol and be a successful idol at that um, to, you know, switch his body back. So that is kind of the foundation of this drama. And can I just say, when I tell you it has all the makings of something Lola loves it has all the makings of something that Lola loves it has let's let's list them together guys it has um swap body swapping okay we have body swapping then we also have fish out of water because he is this high priest from this other world who just appears on earth and he has to kind of figure out what the heck is going on and so a lot of hijinks ensue and then you also have this kind of k-pop musical element of kind of like having to become successful and so watching them kind of start off at the bottom and then see where they go from there um and then you also have our um lead female character she is someone who used to work for another entertainment company and after a very traumatic experience over there she um values the idols and their well-being a lot more than she did when she was obviously in the entertainment um, other entertainment company and so she follows the wild animal group and she specifically loves Wu Yun Wu and when she notices that you know, while following them that he appears to be different because she recognizes like this isn't how he usually acts she kind of jumps in and she ends up getting a job at their entertainment company so that she can be their manager and so it's just you know just so web novel just so um fun and and just like everything I want and more in a drama like it's so adorable the first two episodes I ate them up so good so good and when I say so good I am not saying because it's actually just the best thing ever I'm saying it's just so good if you want this if you want something like this it is it is itself through and through and I am a fan of it I love it I'm not gonna lie I have um gotten really a big kick out of it in the first two episodes I will say this I laughed out loud and it wasn't supposed to be funny, but like I said, there's like this beginning scene of our um, high priest fighting against um, the devil played by, <laughs> so I don't know if I tell who's 
acting in what as what? Okay, Kim Min Gyung. Kim Min Q is playing our high priest and our um, idol Woo Yeon Woo. Go Bo Gyeol is playing Kim Dal, and Lee Jung Woo is playing Shin Ju Won, and he's the devil. Okay, as well in the other world, and. When he appears, when Jong Woo, the actor, appears as the devil, I hollered with laughter. I'm so sorry. I felt so bad afterwards, but it was hilarious to me. Like, I could not believe that was him. And I was in shock. I was in shock that was him. It was, I don't know why it was giving me um, hilarity, but I was, I was laughing hysterically at him and that's not nice it's never nice but i actually really love jungwoo and so that's nothing against him but him as the devil was laugh out loud so that's just one thing um but it's just fun it's nothing serious guys like at all it's all fun and i'm here for it like i said all the hijinks that ensue like him um realizing that once he loves the sweets and snacks and he likes to eat chocolate and it, it helps him and um, gather his divine power when he needs it you know just stuff like that that's what we're giving in this drama and i have to say it's it comes off a lot silly um but also like I said, the hijinks that ensue are fun. So I'm here. I'm here for it. First two episodes, I had a blast. Um, I'm super excited to see how this is going to play out in terms of him having to go back to his life after he forms a relationship with, I know, his, you know, the road manager. Once he forms a relationship with her, like, I wonder what that kind of ending is going to look like. So I'm excited. It's only 12 episodes. I, again, I don't think it's going to be anything too serious anything to write home about but i'm having a blast so far so yeah that is the heavenly idol i am watching it and i'm glad i'm watching it i think it's gonna be fun i think it's gonna be fun um so now that we've gotten through that one which i just like and and can you see why i didn't do like individual episodes on some of these dramas like some of them i just kind of wanted to you know, just 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 give you a little bit of little bit of a little bit of notes on it, and nothing else. I don't have anything else to say. Like, yeah, I really don't. So it doesn't need its own episode. But hey, you know, I have quick notes on it, and I wanted to go over those quick notes. So that's the heavenly item. Now, this is the drama that I want to spend a little bit more time on because this one technically could I could have easily done an episode on it um but i'm gonna just tack it on here because you know why not because it was a short one so i was like you know i'll just i'll just tack it on here but i want to talk about love to hate you um this was a recent um, netflix drama 10 episodes dropped all at once those kind of ones you know those those netflix ones and i wasn't sure I was going to watch it. There was no real draw for me initially. Sometimes I catch those Netflix dramas. Sometimes I don't. I just, it depends on how I'm feeling, but it was on my list and it was on the bottom of my list. Like it wasn't on the top of my list, it was on the bottom of my list. And then I realized like, you know what? I want to just see what it's going, what's going on. What, what it's about. I'm just going to give it an episode, two episodes. Right. And then it turned into after the first episode, like, okay, I think I'm going to give another episode, then, you know. So let me talk a little bit more about Love to Hate You than I have these other previous dramas in this episode. So Love to Hate You is um, about two um, lovely characters. We have Gil Miran, played by Kim Ovin, and she is an attorney who ends up... Um, 
I don't want to start with intern. Like she is an attorney, right? But like she is so much more than that. Miran is. Um, we are introduced to her, you know, completely beating a man to a pulp. So she's super strong. She knows mixed mar- like mixed martial arts. Like she um, likes to sleep around. She loves having white- one night stands with um, with men. Um, but also she likes to collect data on these men and kind of make this kind of list in her head of what type of you know all the different types of men in the world and how she kind of despises them all. Um, and she likes to kind of punish men. And at the end of the day, that's like her thing. She feels like she is out to, you know, rescue, you know, the, um, the women of the world because she needs to protect them from these horrible men that she also sleeps with all the time. Anyway, so that's Miran. Um, and then you also have Nam Gang Ho played by Yu his name Yu Yu Toe, Ute, Toe, Ute, you know him. He is a top actor. He is, you know, known to be kind of like the king of romance. He seems to be so, you know, handsome and he's smart and sweet. That's how he appears. However, the women and the actresses that he work he works with, no, he's absolutely not that. He can't stand women. He he physically is repulsed by them and doing like love scenes and kissing scenes with them. He cannot stand women, but he also is not um not attracted to women, if you know what I mean. So, and then, you know, they have this moment where this woman who hates men and this man who hates women end up loving each other. That is the synopsis of Love to Hate You. Um, and we also have our side characters, um, our second lead characters. We have Do Won Joon, played by Kim Ji Hoon. And we also have Shin Nan Un, played by Go Won Hee. And they are the best friends respectively. So Wu Jun is the best friend of Gang Ho. Um, he's also his kind of boss. Um, he's the head of the, his entertainment company. And then Na Eun is Miran's best friend and roommate. She lives with her. And it's just, oh my gosh, this drama. So that is the quick synopsis and a little bit about our leads. Now, my thoughts on this drama. First thought out the gate. I was rolling my eyes. I know you wasn't expecting me to say that, were you? But I was, I was rolling my eyes. And it's only because the the way that they set up the Miran character at the beginning, I was so super annoyed by her. I thought she was going to be a character where, oh, I hate men, you know, let me show you all the ways that I hate men and man, 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 man. And yes, in the beginning, she is like that. But then at some point, we get this kind of moment of her revealing how she, as much as she's like men, 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 and how horrible they are, she also has this moment of like, and I'm this woman who's also just as horrible, right? (laughs) And I really like that. It it turned into something very endearing about her character that she was admittedly a not nice woman. She was not nice. She was not going to be cutesy and sweet. She did things that were a little below the belt and dirty. She also would beat a man up at the drop of a hat. And it was just like, I am rocking with her. But in the beginning, I wasn't there. I wasn't there in the beginning. I was like, please don't make her this type of annoying character. But she definitely did that switch and she did that without falling before falling in love with you know the gung-ho character like she had already 
got me with the way that she was and how she was just this kind of mean, nasty woman. But also she was great, you know, everything about her was great. And I liked that she was, and not being nice, she also knew how to kind of, um, you know, put her, her her kind of tail between her legs and, and she would do things and act a certain way to kind of put on a character and portray herself to be the nice woman, to be the cute girl. And she wasn't, no, even though she wasn't, she didn't, she was kind of shameless, you know, and I love that about her. So then it just turned into how I adored the uh, Miran character. Then you throw in Gong Ho, who, you know, if you really want to analyze him and you want to go there, and even if you want to go there with this whole drama, there are points here that people could easily rip to shreds and say, you know, you know, and have a very intense, um, you know, conversation about the portrayal of gender roles and women and men and even things about um you know, gay men and, you know, homosexuality and homophobia in Korea, you know, like there's a lot of stuff you can actually dissect and kind of pull apart and say, hey, you know, mm, I don't know how that feels. I don't know how that went. You know, there's a lot there that you could technically, um, you know, say some things about. But I really took it at face value, this drama, and it was absolutely nothing but a rom-com um like golden rom-com like it was everything was if you wrote down all the things that you would need to have a successful rom-com this had it in there it really did it was so much fun it was exactly what it set out to do you know it did exactly what it set out to do and it didn't do anything more anything less and I really really enjoyed that it had me laughing out loud at multiple scenes. I fell in love with the characters and their connections and their relationships. I love the friendships in this story. I loved everyone's faces. They were beautiful to look at. I mean, it was just so much that I can honestly say I enjoyed. Like there was so much more I enjoyed than I didn't in this drama. And I was not expecting that. I went into this not completely even sure what the drama was about as I do most times. You know me, I don't know what's going on half the time. I just jump into stuff. Okay, so I had such an amazing time watching this drama. I laughed so much. I I giggled. I I kind of gasped. You know, it was just everything you needed in this kind of short kind of drama rom-com situation. It was such... Um, it, I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. It reminded me a little bit about how I felt... No, well, not completely because I fell head over heels for Matt for each other, but it give you it gives you the similar vibe. It's kind of very much they hate each other in the beginning and then it just completely turns to love kind of thing in the title, literally in the title. Like there's not even trying to pretend that it is not what it is, what trope it is or kind of, you know what I mean? Like it is there and it does it well. And I had a blast. I had a blast. Like I said, if you want to go deep and dig and kind of analyze and, you know, you want to tear it apart, you could. You totally could do that as well. <laughs> but I'm not doing it. I don't have time. So I'm not going to do that. But I am going to tell you how I laughed so much, how I fell head over heels for Miran and Gong Ho. And I loved their happy ending. I loved everything about their relationship. I love Won Jun. I love Na Un. I loved their friendship. I loved the actress um, Su Jin, played by the magnificent Kim Sung Ryong. I mean, ate it up. I ate it up with a big spoon. I would highly recommend this drama. I definitely think 
again, you have to be someone who enjoys a good rom-com about men and women and, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus kind of thing. You, you, you would have to be in for that um, because that's what it is. But the cool thing that I like um, about this drama in particular is that they make Miran like a Mary Sue character without the annoying Mary Sue qualities, right? Like she is a Mary Sue character in that she's perfect. Like everything about Muran, she's amazing. She's like the ideal woman for a man, if you really, really think about it. And that's the kind of point. It's like, she's basically supposed to be, um, you know, a man. Like how she treats men is how she believes men treats her. So, I mean, treats women. So she wants to treat men that way. Um, So she basically plays the same game um, that she thinks men plays with women. And so technically, you know, that is something that Gang Ho is attracted to because he does not like women. <laughs> he likes the the masculine kind of energy that Miran gives off. Um, and again, you can you can dissect that all you want, but you know, basically that's what the story is telling. How he is drawn to that, and we even have him and the scenario of him and Wo Jun having some kind of how close they are. Um, and how he relies on him so much because of his kind of repulsion of women. You know, like it's, he relies on a, on this man because of his distaste for women, you know? So it makes you think like, wow, do you really like women over there? You know, it really makes you question. Um, but he, but that's what he's drawn about Miran. And I feel like I liked what they did as far as like the physicality of the character Miran. She is very violent. She likes to fight. She literally likes to, you know, throw fist. Like that is Miran. And I like that physicality about her because it puts her... And this kind of physicality with Gong Ho because he um, kind of recruits her and helping him um, train for an action film that he's working on. And they get to kind of bond over that in a way and like, you know, how he he sees that element or that side to her. And, and that is what draws him to her. It's just how different he believes she is than other women. Again, definitely could rip that apart and rip it to shreds that perspective of Gong Ho and how he viewed most women and how she was just so different, you know? And so it's like, I can see the Mary Sue-ness of the Muran character. Um, and I, you know, I didn't mind it because I really liked the character at the end of the day. She was a kind of perfect character without being perfect at all. Um, and that is Mary Sue sometimes, right? <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I really ate this drama up. I, I enjoyed it so much. It was so easy to watch. I laughed so much. Um, it was good. It was good. I didn't get bored at any point. It kept you kind of running behind these characters and their relationships. And I really appreciated that. I really, really appreciated it. So I would highly recommend this drama. Honestly, if you're a fan of rom-coms, it gives you that. It is kind of color rom-com by numbers in a way. Um, so again, brace yourself for that. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't want that, then don't, don't sign up for it. Again, if you're not prepared for a kind of going through and detailing, you know, how men and women kind of view each other, then you probably want to leave that out, you know, leave this out as well. So again, there's some things that I can see people not enjoying and people thinking, um, kind of are unsavory about this drama, but I, I didn't, think too hard about it. I'm going to be honest. And sometimes how it is, sometimes I go really deep and I, and I, and I just, you know, I rip things to shred and I, and I, you know, I analyze and I, and I do all this extra work with the, the drama. And then some dramas, I just sit and watch 
honestly, I just sit and watch. I just sit and enjoy. I really, really do. <laughs> and this was one of them. So I don't, I don't want people to think that I am, you know, like, oh, there's drama is, is not flawed at all. You know, there's some flaws. There's definitely some flaws, but I had a blast. Okay. Despite those flaws, I really did. So if you haven't watched this one, I'm telling you, it's fun. And there's, again, it's a very meta drama because they're filming a movie in the drama. And I thought that was really funny. I got a kick out of this aspect of her being an attorney, working for actors at a law firm. And then I was talking about Miran in particular, and she ends up then working on a movie set, like as like a side gig. And it was just like, what is she doing? Is she an attorney or not? But like, all of it was a part of the fun. All of it was part of the fun. And it kind of moved the story along beautifully. So I loved it. And I love their relationship. I'm going to have to say Miran and Gang Ho have, have to be one of my favorite K-drama couples of the year so far. I definitely think they're on that list this year. I adored them. They just made me smile. And I loved how their story ended up because it could have went one way really quickly. And then it ended up going like this really wonderful way. And I was like, oh, love it. Mwah, chef's kiss. Perfect ending. So really enjoyed this drama. Loved all the actors. I mean, at the end of the drama, there was like a party that they ended up throwing. And there was so many, there was like cameos left and right. And I really love those cameos. Like it's, I had a fun time. I'm not going to lie. I know. I feel like just a sucker. I think this drama, this drama totally suckered me. Like I feel like a sucker loving it so much, but you know, it is what it is. I loved it. Okay. I mean, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. It was so cute. And I something about like these these characters who are like, you know, 40s and up and they're just like these just unfinished people, you know, like they're just so like you got so much work still to do at your big age. And yet, you know, you you're 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 figuring things out and you're falling in love for the first time. Like all of it is just my favorite these days. I'm loving and I think that's why I'm loving Crash Course so much as well. I said I was going to bring up Crash Course really quickly. I love that aspect, I think, of the drama where it's like these older characters who feel so um, kind of youthful. They feel so youthful in their uh, kind of experiences and their relationships. And it's fun to watch people that you think should be at a point in their life where they got it all together and they don't and you get to see them kind of figure it out all over again like they're a, you know a teenager and I'm and it's fun it's so much fun it's so fun and it's lighthearted and, and adorable um so definitely that's what love to hate you um, was giving as well um as in crash course all of that plus more but then also um that murder, that murder mystery plot that's no longer a mystery at this point of the drama. Oh my goodness. Who was expecting that? I mean, they gave a little bit of hint in the later, you know, these last couple of episodes that we were going down that route. But I mean, I don't know. I was like, you're taking away from my cuteness, my cute time with all this murdering and stuff. I wanted to see all the cute, the cute, you know, romantic stuff. And I'm getting like all this murder stuff. And I'm like, uh, but still enjoying Crash Course. Definitely still enjoying Crash Course for sure. For sure. So yeah, that's my quick note on Crash Course in romance. And then let me just wrap up this episode really quickly to talk about my upcoming episode. It will be an initial thoughts episode of uh, Call It Love. I am so excited to watch this 
this drama. Again, don't know what it's about. <laughs> know nothing about what it's about, but I'm super excited about it because it has Kim Jong Kwang in it. It has Lee Sung Kwang in it. It also has, I'm sorry, yeah, Lee Sung Kyung. Yeah, there we go. And it also has Sung Jun in it, who I have just loved his return. He has come back on the in the scene. He is not playing. He is back, and I'm here for it. I mean, it also has Kim Ye Won in it. So I'm just so excited about this drama without having even watched the first episode and without even knowing what this drama is about that's how I watch dramas I go into it with who's in it and then just see what happens and just see what happens so I will let you know my initial thoughts about this call it love drama um next week so look out for that I believe Hani is also in it oh so excited about call it love so that will be the next episode for sure. I will give you my kind of initial thoughts on it, but that's it. I'm wrapping things up. I, this again, hopefully wasn't too long. Um, but I had to just kind of give you some little thoughts and some rambles and some musings about some of these dramas that I am finished, that I've just finished watching, that I'm still watching, that I'm gonna, you know, maybe watch, you know, all of that. I wanted to give you some of those thoughts. Um, but yeah, let me know your thoughts on any of these dramas. Like I said, come bother me on Instagram. I am always down to chat about any of these dramas and I um and yeah let me know what you think about our blooming youth seriously I that's one that I'm most confused about because I feel like it's it should be perfect for me and yet it's not (laughs) but yet it's not so come tell me what your thoughts are on what our blooming youth and maybe you can convince me what I'm missing and or maybe explain to me you know what you think I'm describing I'm missing you know help me out And anywho, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great day. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.